This is the Woodenville Weekly Podcast. The Woodenville Weekly is a community newspaper serving the North Shore area since 1976. We're proudly locally owned and operated. To read more in-depth stories, visit woodenville.com. To make sure that you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Woodenville Weekly Podcast for September 29th, 2023. This week on the podcast, City Council discusses budget, grant recommendations, and bridge design. Candidates emphasize development, growth at Woodenville Forum, and perennial gardening for novices. City Council discusses budget, grant recommendations, and bridge design. During the September 19th City of Woodenville City Council meeting, council members discussed potential amendments to the Woodenville City mid-biennial budget. State law requires the city conduct a mid-biennial budget review, examining whether the budget needs any modifications based on the city's revenue and spending thus far in the budget cycle. First, Council members reviewed information on the city's revenue projections to understand the resources and constraints affecting the city budget. The budget is funded through a variety of sources, including taxes, permit fees, service charges, and grants. The amount of money brought in from these sources can fluctuate from year to year. Overall, operating revenues are expected to be $4.6 million higher than originally budgeted due to stronger-than-expected sales tax returns, improved investment returns, and higher permit and development fee revenues. However, capital improvement project revenues are expected to be $824,000 lower than originally budgeted due to lower-than-expected real estate excise taxes, weaker-than-anticipated sales tax from construction in 2023, and reduced traffic and park impact fees. The Council reviewed recommended changes to expenditures. Overall, operating expenditures are expected to be $2.2 million higher than originally budgeted due to several factors, including higher-than-expected permitting consulting costs, insurance premiums, and utility costs. In addition, capital improvement expenditures are expected to be $392,000 more than originally budgeted. The Council continues deliberating and will hold at least one more public hearing for community input before adopting budget amendments by December. Members discussed the Lodging Tax Advisory Committee grant recommendations for 2024 in accordance with state policy that lodging tax revenue be only spent on tourism-related activities, Woodenville uses this revenue to fund grants for local tourism-related organizations. The Lodging Tax Advisory Committee reviews grant applications and then makes recommendations of which organizations should receive funding. These recommendations are then either accepted or rejected by the City Council. This year, the committee received 11 funding proposals to fund events and organizations such as the Woodenville Art Walk, the Visit Woodenville website, and Celebrate Woodenville Winterfest. The committee proposed to fund $187,725 out of the $237,725 requested. Council members voted to approve this funding as recommended by the committee. In addition, the Council heard updates on the design of the new SR-202 Pedestrian Bridge.
City staff has gathered public input on two possible bridge designs, one with a linear, angular design and a second with an arched form. Data indicated that 60% of respondents were in favor of the second design, called the Woodenville Gateway Arch. Council members unanimously approved the bridge design. The next step is for civil and structural design teams to continue to progress the design, while the bridge siding currently features mountains, forest trees, and a hot air balloon motif. There will be another public input opportunity on what design elements should be included. Members discussed recommendations made by a regional coalition for housing, ARCH, which focuses on providing affordable housing on the east side. ARCH recommends that landlords be required to provide a minimum of 120 days written notice of rent increases greater than 3% and 180 days notice of rent increases greater than 10%, except in subsidized housing. Secondly, they propose a cap on move in fees and security deposits of no more than one month's rent, except in subsidized housing. Councilmember Al Taylor expressed these regulations should also feel fair to property owners, who he noted must deal with increasing costs of owning and managing their properties. He suggested that these changes should only apply to owners of large rental properties rather than small-time landlords. Councilmember Michelle Evans spoke in favor of the proposed recommendations, saying, "I think it's the least we can do for the renters in our city." Evans said that as business owners, landlords need to plan ahead on costs for property maintenance and property taxes. She suggested an onboarding or grace period for landlords so that they are not surprised by an abrupt rule change. Feedback from council members will be used to draft an ordinance, which will be brought back to the council for a first reading at a future meeting. Mayor Mike Millman stated the need for further community input from landlords, tenants, the public, and the unhoused. The next Woodenville City Council meeting is Tuesday, October third. Candidates emphasize development growth at Woodenville Forum. Three out of six candidates vying for positions on Woodenville City Council attended the candidate forum hosted by Woodenville Chamber of Commerce at Delille Cellars on Thursday, September twenty-first. Incumbent Mike Millman. As well as candidates David Edwards and Lawrence Fudge responded to questions about growth, development, traffic, transportation, tourism, crime, social justice, and equity from moderator Jake Wittenberg of King Five News. Incumbent Al Taylor, in addition to candidates Sean Evans and Shanquan Liang, were absent from the only Woodenville forum ahead of the general election November fifth. Millman is seeking re-election for position four against Evans. Edwards and Liang are challenging each other to fill position two, previously held by Councilmember Les Robstello, and Taylor is running for re-election in position six against Fudge. With several new developments on the horizon, challenges around these growing pains remained a constant theme throughout the forum. Millman said the community is experiencing booming growth in the city's downtown sector. By concentrating growth downtown, he added, neighborhoods will be preserved. He is also an advocate for House Bill 1110, which allows for more housing options in Washington State. Edwards, who serves on the Woodenville Planning Commission, 
said growth is an unavoidable issue. Since the Growth Management Act (GMA) requires the city to grow at a certain rate, he argues that council needs to be intentional about where to grow and how to do it effectively. We need to make sure that as we grow, we're able to still create an environment that these businesses need to thrive. Edward said, "We need to work collaboratively by also reaching out to businesses to learn more about their concerns in our community." Fudge thinks the next five years are going to determine the next 50 years in Woodinville. He used Mobas Development Project on Northeast 175th Street as an example of a critical decision for the future. He said the road is a bottleneck right now that is going to be difficult to widen. However, adding roads that cross through will improve accessibility. I'm a believer in growth, but it has to be done systemically with appropriate thought on parking accessibility and so on. He said, "Decisions of growth do not have to conflict with those prohibitive factors of traffic. We can actually sustain our growth by emphasizing infrastructure." Fudge said previous development decisions have been made that prohibited possible growth without intentional planning. Such as the schoolhouse project downtown and its limited parking availability. If we want businesses to be successful, we have to actually create the opportunity for customers and patrons to know they exist and to allow them to access them easily. He said, "The solution is not to expand outward; it is to redevelop downtown so we can maintain the uniqueness of our neighborhoods." Millman agreed that growth comes with opportunities as well as problems like traffic. He said the State Route 202 trestle replacement will add two lanes to the busy road near State Route 522. The city is currently collecting funds for the 17 million bridge. He added, he is also working closely with city staff to add other great roads that will relieve traffic coming into and leaving town. He said. He wants to see additional parking in the Hollywood district as well. Tourism is enhanced when people can efficiently come into town, park easily, and have a good experience. He added, regardless of parking challenges, Millman said, the wine tasting business is flourishing in Woodinville. We get a large percentage of our operating income from sales taxes, and that's supported by all the businesses here. He said, with that. We're able to operate the city without raising property taxes by residents. Millman said the city has obtained grants and different revenue sources to enhance public spaces like Wilmot Gateway Park. He added that council is pushing for a permanent stage for residents and guests to enjoy concerts, art shows, plays, and more. Edwards said affordable housing is an important component for future developments in the downtown area. According to him. A small percentage of the Woodinville population lives and works in town. That's something that we need to change for those who work and serve our community to be able to have the opportunity to live here and raise a family in this community. He said. He added that access to transportation will be essential when creating more affordable housing options. Additionally, he thinks the community needs a council that is willing to work together to implement recommendations from Woodinville's Housing Action Plan. Edwards has experience advancing equity and inclusion in local city and county entities. He said, by giving more people a seat at the table and establishing trust, he noted they can be included with decisions that are impacting their communities 
Serving in various volunteer roles himself, Edwards said he thinks joining local boards and commissions is a great way for people to get involved and make an impact in their community. Fudge also shared his passion for inclusion and social justice. For 14 years, he was a pastor for a church where the community represented 75 nationalities and all types of backgrounds. He said, "If elected, he hopes to create a space where every person can choose to live as they see fit." He said, "Woodenville is changing and diversifying right now. My neighbors are immigrants. There's a fascinating uniqueness that comes from actually learning and valuing people who see the world differently and who come from a place that offers different experiences." He said, "And the thing I enjoy in life is being in a place where diversity is explored with fascination and intrigue, not necessarily agree upon everything." Social justice doesn't have to mean that we agree upon everything. The general election is November seventh, twenty twenty-three. Perennial gardening for novices. Several readers highlighted the need for gardening insights tailored to beginners. Addressing this request, let's delve into the basics of urban landscaping: perennials. These hardy plants, by definition, last at least three years, but many thrive for over two decades. Characterized by their herbaceous nature, perennials feature flowers, leaves, and stems that wither in the fall and rejuvenate from the roots each spring. They serve as foundational elements, promising lasting beauty in gardens. Soil preparation and testing. Start by preparing your chosen landscape area. Assess soil drainage by digging a hole, roughly 10 inches deep, and filling it with water. Refill the hole the next day. If water remains after eight hours, consider either a raised bed or moisture-tolerant perennials. Incorporate three to four inches of compost or aged manure, digging eight to 12 inches deep to elevate the bed. Obtain a pH test kit from local garden centers, or for Seattle residents, consider King Conservation District's services. Once informed, amend your soil accordingly, seeking advice from local master gardener programs if needed. Choose the right perennials. Before purchasing, decide on your garden style. Perhaps a cottage, rock, herb, or color-themed garden. Consider the location's sun exposure and ensure plant compatibility. Remember, inappropriate growing conditions can lead to plant fatalities. Invest time in identifying perennials with varying bloom periods to ensure continuous flowering throughout the seasons. Incorporate annuals for added vibrancy during gaps in perennial blooming. Purchase healthy perennials. Source plants from reputable garden centers, sales, or experienced gardeners. Perennials might cost more than annuals, but their expansive growth over time compensates for the initial expenditure. Prioritize plants with healthy green appearances and familiarize yourself with their planting recommendations. Begin planting. Group plants based on height, placing taller ones at the back, cascading to shorter ones in the front. Ensure sufficient spacing between them. When planting, maintain the root balls top level with the ground. Regularly water the plants, ensuring they receive approximately an inch of water weekly. Mulch application. 
using organic mulches like bark or pine needles will retain soil moisture and reduce weed growth. Avoid synthetic dyed rubber mulches, deadheading and fertilizing. Post-bloom, remove wilted flower heads. This encourages potential re-blooming. Fertilize every spring as plants re-emerge. Divide overcrowded plants. Every three to five years, divide plants showing signs of crowding or center balding during their dormant phase. Committing to these guidelines will pave the way for a flourishing garden. The magic of perennials lies in their cyclic revival. A modest investment now promises years of horticultural pleasure. Happy gardening! Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes every Friday. 